Hello, everyone, and welcome to our short-form series we're doing as part of our Vegas TMI podcast called What the... Now, this is a great place to pass the time if you're in quarantine. This is where we tackle some of your questions from social media or just some interesting topics that don't need a whole 30-minute podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Shane. And I'm Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Shane. So usually I'm the one with the questions, but I know today's topic is one that you've been interested in for a while. Yes. I know that we both love history. We do. And we know that many of our social media followers also love Las Vegas history. So let's do a quick dive into some little-known history about Las Vegas. Shane, what the are divorce ranches? Wow, Jen, such language on this family podcast. Now, I secretly suspect that you probably know what divorce ranches are. So let me set the scene for our listeners. It's 1931. Las Vegas has a population of just about 5,100. The Great Depression just begun two years earlier on Black Thursday when the stock market crashed. Boulder Dam, later known as Hoover Dam, had just begun construction, but the workforce built their own town called Boulder City 30 miles away. Now, Las Vegas was hoping to get those workers uh, living in the city limits so they didn't get that kind of stimulus because 30 miles was not an easy travel distance back in that time. There wasn't a rail line built yet. The Nevada legislature passed two important bills to spur economic growth. One, legalized gambling, huge. The second, changed the divorce laws. The residency requirement went from six months to six weeks. They also added nine grounds for divorce, including the catch-all extreme cruelty, entirely mental in nature. So, uh, you know, mental cruelty. Most states at this time required one-year wait after filing for divorce and only allowed proven adultery and abandonment as grounds for divorce. And this is where divorce ranches make their debut. A divorce ranch was a place to establish your six-week residency while swimming, fishing, horseback riding, and eating authentic Western cuisine. Because men made up the majority of the workforce at this time, women were usually the ones staying six weeks in Nevada. Most of the divorce ranch boom started in Reno. It was the largest, most developed city at the time. And like Shane said, Vegas was only 5,000 or so people and known mostly for its proximity to the Great Hoover Dam construction. But in true only in Vegas fashion, our city got in on the act with a celebrity endorsement. Yeah, it's actually not a modern thing that pop stars announced their Vegas residency. The kickoff of Vegas's divorce tourism boom came with the announcement of a famous temporary residency, Rhea Langham. People probably aren't as familiar with that name today, but at the time, she was a wealthy socialite, equivalent to a Kylie Jenner or Paris Hilton. She also happened to need a divorce from a movie star named Clark Gable. You don't have to be a film history buff like me to recognize that name. Listeners probably know him best as Rhett Butler in Gone with the Wind, or his biggest hit at this time was It Happened One Night with Claudette Colbert, where he plays a reporter helping, coincidentally, a runaway wealthy socialite. And fun film fact, a scene from that movie where Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert are trying to hitchhike. He's kind of leaned against a fence post and he's chewing on a carrot. That scene inspired the cartoon character Bugs Bunny. So someone tipped off the Review Journal and the Chamber of Commerce that Rhea Langham was here for a divorce. They all conspired together on a scheme. And and in exchange for privacy for the six weeks she was in town, Miss Langham agreed to do an exclusive interview and photo shoot with the Las Vegas Review-Journal. She was photographed boating on Lake Mead and gambling at the casinos. 
The paper quoted her as saying her stay in Vegas had been, quote, the finest and shortest vacation I ever had in my life, end quote. This helped Las Vegas divorce ranches become just as popular as Reno divorce ranches. And uh, other famous names soon arrived. We had Tarzan author Edgar Rice Burroughs, the wife of conductor Leopold Stokowski, the sister of actor Errol Flynn, a.k.a. Robin Hood. And Liz Taylor uh, was holed up here while she waited for Eddie Fisher to get his divorce from Debbie Reynolds. Eddie Fisher was, of course, playing at the Tropicana at the time. Divorce ranches were even featured in the third season of Mad Men, if you watch that show. Betty Draper heads to Nevada for her divorce. So Nevada's divorce laws were a big deal at the time, especially for women. Even if a husband and wife both wanted a divorce, it wasn't easy to get one. Most states had only a few legal reasons like adultery or abandonment, and you had to have proof. And even then, you had a waiting period of about a year. Divorce tourism business flourished for decades in Las Vegas. It wasn't until about 1970 when divorce laws around the country started to change. California Governor Ronald Reagan signed into law the first no-fault divorce bill. That was a huge deal because couples could now divorce without having to prove any wrongdoing. Other states soon followed, and a changing culture destigmatized divorce. So Las Vegas moved on from divorce ranches. Of course, by this time, it was a well-established gambling resort town. And you can still see remnants of divorce ranches around town. Two former divorce ranches that can be seen today are now historical city parks. Lorenzi Park, known in the divorce ranch days as Twin Lakes, and Floydland Park at Tule Springs. Both still have some of these historic structures that the city has spent a lot of money to redo and maintain. You can also visit our blog to see some historical pictures from Las Vegas's divorce ranch days. We'll put a link in the description. So now Las Vegas is known more for a great place to get married than it is for divorces. But hope you like that little-known history. Thanks again for joining us while we ask what the on an interesting and little-known topic. You can catch up on our past episodes at lasvegasnevada.gov slash podcast or use the hashtag VegasTMI on social to let us know if you enjoyed this topic and what other topics you'd like us to cover. Are you subscribed to this podcast because we're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anywhere you get your podcasts, we'll be there. You want to submit a question or idea for a future episode, head to cityoflasvegas.link slash ask. As always, thanks for listening. DTFN from Vegas TMI. 